Steve Palmer here for another Wednesday edition of Lawyer Talk with the Blitz. That means we're going to be taking all callers, at least all those that get through, uh, and answer their legal questions or give them whatever uh, input we can give them. Sometimes there's a lot, sometimes there's a little, sometimes uh, maybe uh, everything in between. But uh, every Wednesday we've been uh, linking up with the Blitz. I am uh, submitting the podcast coverage right here at LawyerTalkPodcast.com. If you haven't subscribed yet to LawyerTalkPodcast.com, I highly encourage you to do it. We're getting uh, rave reviews across the globe. Trust me, we are. Uh, advertising, nah, we don't need to advertise. It's catching on like uh, the groundswell of wild wildfire that it is. Uh, at any rate, uh, we're not going to beat around the bush too much here. I've, I've got uh, lots going on upstairs in the law practice, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to answer your questions. I've got a few in the tank, and I promise to answer them. I've been promising to answer them. I've got a trial, a homicide trial coming up next week after that. I am going to get in the studio, and I'm going to I'm going to do my duty down here and get all those questions answered. So just because you haven't heard a Q&A in a while doesn't mean they're not in the in the tank and coming. They are. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't submit your own. So go to LawyerTalkPodcast.com, submit your own. Uh, if you want your own podcast while you're there, you can just check out Channel511.com. We'll hook you up with Brett over at Circle270 Media, our, our partner in crime down here, to, uh, to get podcasts up in the ether, the airwaves, or whatever the appropriate term would be. So with uh, enough of that nonsense, we are uh, linking up with the Blitz. It looks like they're ready right now. All right. Steve Palmer is joining us now. How are you, Steve? I am great. How are you guys doing? I do good, man. Great to have you on the show. Free legal advice with the one and only Steve Palmer from Yavich and Palmer right here in town. Uh, we have uh, an anonymous call we're going to start with on line one here, Steve. So let's go right to it. All right. Good morning. It's the Blitz. All right. How are we doing today? Hey, man, uh, we're doing pretty good. It's Loper and Randy. You're on with Steve Palmer, our lawyer. You can ask him uh, anything you want. All right. So my question is, back in February, I closed on my house. And in the seller's contract, there was a few items that they wanted that didn't go with the house. We bought, you know, they came with like the refrigerator, stuff like that. But there was a few things that they put on the contract that they wanted to keep. Well, here we are like a little over six months later. And they haven't came to get them. They don't have plans to get them. And I'm like, I'm trying to be nice and not push them into coming to get them because I bought it off family and I don't want to do that. But it's, it's coming to the point where it's in my way and I'm not 100% sure how I should go about that if I have to like legally evict their things or something like that. Or Are these items that are difficult to move? Um, the one is a carport and the one is a pellet booth. Okay. So yeah, they're, they're big, heavier items. I mean, the carport has to be dismantled obviously, right? Or is it, uh, uh, whatever it is. I mean, I, I would start with writing, uh, you know, you can write a letter to the, the sellers and say, part of the contract was you were supposed to take these items. Uh, you have not taken the items, uh, please advise. And then, uh, did you have a real estate agent when you did this contract, by the way? No, it was it was all off the family, so it was. Gotcha. I had my um, loan officer write it all up and all that stuff. I got gotcha. you. Well, whatever you do, I would do it in writing, and I would make sure you give them plenty of opportunity to come get the stuff. And you can even say, "Look, if you don't get the stuff, I'm going to have to dispose of it, and then uh, you can dispose of it." Now, I, you know, if you sell the stuff. Um, and there might be an argument that you can't just keep the money, but if it's stuff you don't want and stuff you just have to have hauled away, 
um, you might just uh, pay to have it hauled to there to whoever the owner is and say, look, I, here's the bill for the hauling. You know, I, there's not a great way to deal with this, particularly if it's family. You know, you don't want to get into a, 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 cont- yeah. a, a sort of a, a back and forth with family on something that's sort of ticky tack like this. So I, I sort of feel you. You got the legal issues and then you got the family issues and the personal issues all rolled up into one big ball. Um, I, you know, you can just, I would just make sure you do it in writing and say, listen, uh, I'm going to have to move this stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to deliver it to you. It's yours per the contract. And I'm going to charge you for the delivery. That might be one option. And they may say, look, just get rid of it. We don't care. Um, but I wouldn't just sell it, dispose of it, throw it out. Uh, because you don't want to have to be responsible for the cost of it later, even though, you know, by contract they should come get it. So I know this isn't a great answer, but I'm trying to sort of dance around the family concerns as well. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been struggling with is the whole family aspect of it all. So I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if you don't care about going to court and taking family to court, you just go to court and file a lawsuit and say, please declare what the rights and responsibilities of all the parties are. It's called a declaratory judgment action, but uh, you know, you hate to sue your family and you hate to uh, go to court. It just costs money, time and and headache. And uh, you know, so uh, delivering their stuff to them, while it may cost you money, it at least solves the problem. It is tough, man. Like, you know, suing family or taking family to court or anything like that. I I was just watching uh, a conversation with Dane Cook the other day. You remember Dane yeah. Cook and how famous Dane Cook was? Do you remember his brother stole like $6 million from him? Oh, I forgot about remember that. that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he put his brother in jail. Wow. Yeah, so like Randy and I were kind of privy to that whole situation because uh, we were doing uh, some gigs for Dane Cook's cousin down in Florida, and he had like the whole scoop before it like hit the media. That's right. And we were like, really? Six million? And it turned out to be absolutely six million dollars. I mean, That's it's crazy. Wild. And like you're saying, Steve, it's hard, man. Like when you get into court with your, you know, with family, it's it just makes for a strange situation. It does. Here's one. Uh, my question is for Steve. My ex has custody of our son, but I get him every other weekend. If I'm supposed to drop him off Sunday, but she went out of town this weekend and doesn't even get back until Monday, which messes me up with getting a babysitter on short notice. Can oh, I wow. file something where I can get custody? Yeah. I mean, look, you can try to file, depending on what county, but you can try to file something here. You can try to go have the court intervene. But by the time you get an answer to this and by the time you spend the the, the money, the uh, emotional expense and everything else that goes along with going back to court on a contempt action uh, or a modification of custody, you're going to long have forgotten about this and you're going to, you're going to pay for it over and over and over again. So, you know, these are the kind of things that just suck. If you can't get along with your ex enough to um, um, have some agreement on this, uh, boy, it gets really difficult because it's going to repeat. Um, All I can say is uh, it's probably best to take the path of least resistance, most important, are the kids. I don't know how many kids we're dealing with here, but it's always the children that you want to put first. Whatever conflict you can keep them out of, that's what you need to do. And uh, if you, you know, if you, if you have to just get a babysitter or do whatever or trade weekends or, or, you know, I would suggest taking the high road here and saying, look, we're going to trade weekends because you're not here this weekend. Uh, please respond. And then if you, if, if, then log this stuff, keep track of this stuff because if your ex yeah, yeah. has a history of screwing up, a history of blowing off obligations, a history of not being where they're supposed to be, then you can go into court maybe a little better armed to get uh, a decision going your way as far as uh, more custodial time. But uh, I would I would contact your domestic attorney if you had one. If not, I can get you referred to one if it gets that far. Just give me a shout, 614-224-6142. 
All right, Steve, we have a a text question. This is kind of scary. This is from Jose. Long story short, my girlfriend's dad passed away about a year ago. His death was uh, annotated. How do you say it? I guess uh, annotated. Annotated as an accident on the death certificate. His life insurance policy was paid out, but the policy had an accidental payout that was denied. Can she submit an appeal? Would it be best to have a lawyer for this? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how much life insurance we're talking about. So, you know, like the, the lawyer component to stuff as i say here almost every week now it's it's always a cost benefit analysis so if it's like 10 12,000 or 15,000 in life insurance uh certainly hiring a lawyer to write a letter and or uh give you an opinion on whether this is a bad faith denial of coverage or a contractually improper denial of coverage uh that might be worth a few hundred bucks but if it looks like it's litigation uh you know sometimes there's big money at stake on life insurance policies and you know if if there's a million dollar policy and they're denying it then uh, it may be worth getting a lawyer, and a lawyer might even do something like that on a contingency. So uh, give me a shout. Uh, you know, this is probably a Dave Goldstein question, 614-224-6142. Uh, we'll put you in touch with Dave, and we'll get a firm answer for you so you have uh, some idea of what we're dealing with. And then I can talk through the amounts in question, what it might cost, and, and how it all works. And Dave has also been my lawyer, who has been fantastic right. on the now, Casey wants uh, to tell the first caller that he'll take the caller's pellet stove if he's eventually selling. <laughs> this this next text comes in. My mother hired a divorce attorney months ago. She told her she told her she filed the documents in May, but she didn't. My mom started calling her daily, and finally, the assistant called back and said they just filed it, July twenty second. This is scary domestic violence divorce with a lot on the line. Is there anything that can be done to move this process along when you haven't already paid, but not? reliant attorney yeah i mean look how did you already pay this is this is one of these where i i, I don't know the lawyers involved and frankly I'd, I'd rather not know um you know your lawyer it's a service we professionals we provide a service and i look at the i take that very seriously and and if i have dropped the ball on something i always just tell people look this got uh pushed back on the back burner for a minute i was working on something else or maybe sometimes lawyers just drop the ball we hope we don't but sometimes it happens um, you have a couple options. You can go to the bar association and make a complaint. You can. I, I would always start with the lawyer and say, "Look, let's talk," because you have you, you've told me this was filed. It wasn't. Um, please explain. And and I wouldn't be accusatory. I would just be very matter of fact and get an explanation. And it, it, the other option you have is just to get a different lawyer. I know you've already spent money, but uh, there may be this may be uh, a sign that things aren't going to be good going forward. And and that's why you want to start with that conversation. So. I would communication, generally speaking, is the uh, is the primary issue most people have with their lawyers. And everybody thinks that because of bad communication, their lawyer doesn't know what they're doing or they're not doing anything. That's not always true. It could just be that they're doing what they need to do and they're very good at doing what they're doing, but they're just not communicating about it. And that, that gives the perception of uh, a competence problem. So always start with communication and then see what the explanation is for not getting this filed. If it was a mistake, see if they own up to it or he or she owns up to it. If not, um, uh, you always have that option of getting a different attorney. You don't, uh, you know, you don't have to stick by an attorney who you're not comfortable with. Uh, hopefully you well, can What if you pay them? Though. Can you sue them <laughs> for their payment back? Uh, maybe. Um, but again, you're going down a rabbit hole that might be too much uh, to deal with. So just filing a divorce complaint, um, hopefully they're not too far deep into the, uh, into the legal fees yet. Oh, man. I have uh, more right, people. This will be our, our final question oh, here. Yeah. Okay. It, it was just comments. So go ahead with the final question. Are you if sure? You have another one. Yeah. 
No, I, I, that's it. Okay. Uh, Matt Decker said, I'll buy the first caller's carport. And then James <laughs> said, one way I got custody of my daughter is I kept a notebook. And every time her mom would say anything to me, I would write it all down in the notebook. And after months and months and months, I took the notebook to court and submitted it as evidence and it worked. Yeah. So I, I think that's the the way to go too. I mean, like when you have a long history of someone trying to be difficult, it seems, Steve, that that would be way easier than just one instance. Yeah, for sure. Document everything. The, the notebook's a great idea. Some people, uh, you save your text messages, save the emails. If, uh, if there's a call and uh, your ex said something uh, awful, uh, make a log of it and, uh, maybe, uh, take a screenshot of the fact that the call happened and, uh, then you can, uh, make some notes of what was said, you know, all these things add up. And what happens is later on you go to court and if you haven't documented this stuff, it all sort of collapses into, into like mudslinging. And if you like, like this commenter said, if you can document it and show it to court, uh, it, it can, it can start to carry some weight. All right. Well, we are out of time. Steve Palmer gives us his time each and every week, just after 830 on Wednesdays to answer your legal questions, Blitz Nation. So we'll talk to you next Wednesday, man. But until then, you can check out Steve's podcast. Or if you want to get in touch with Steve off the air, what's that one simple number they can get in touch with you at? Sure. 614-224-6142. Give me a shout. All right. Talk to you soon. Steve Palmer, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, guys. All right, another Blitz Wednesday in the books, on record, on the tape, whatever you want to say, the Blitz Wednesday is done. Um, good questions. Uh, we've got some, it seems like there's always these domestic questions, and I hate to hear that because, uh, you know, you want to see families stick together. But uh, I, I, I do want to stress something in response to the domestic questions and some of the comments that came after, is that having a good lawyer in domestic court is is critical and nobody wants to spend money. It, it never feels like when you're going through a divorce and you got to split up your assets anyway, and you're going to be having to get separate residences and you're going to have to pay for your own apartment. And, you know, it just seems impossible. If it, it you just gotta, gotta, gotta try to find some money to hire the best attorney you can. I can always help you try to make, I can make some referrals and help you try to find that person that fits your budget. Um, but you just, it, it's critical that when you go into domestic court, you got some professional advice and, uh, I just can't, st and maybe I should say about almost anything in law, but domestic court a lot. People uh, people get confused and sideways, and they get orders that they're stuck with for years and years and years. So uh, that's my uh, follow-up tidbit of the day for Blitz Lawyer Talk here in, on August 3rd, 2022. Um, next week, I'll probably be taking a break. I'm in a, uh, a homicide trial. Uh, hopefully that goes the right way. We've put a lot of time and effort into it, so we're looking forward to that not guilty. It's a self-defense homicide. But that doesn't mean I won't be uh, available to ask questions. Uh, LawyerTalkPodcast.com doesn't mean we won't be available at the office. If you've got uh, legal problems, as always, we'll be happy to help out uh, with those. 614-224-6142. So until the next time, whether it's next week or the week after, this is Lawyer Talk Blitz Wednesday, off the record, on the air, at least until now.